Hi, welcome to Bluntly Speaking Sports. I'm your host, Deshaun Blunt. We got a guest today, Josh Evans. He's a film director, entrepreneur of uh, Easy Visions Media, and uh, we're going to welcome him on today. So how you doing, Josh? Hey, what's going on, Deshaun? What's going on, bro? I'm appreciative of being on your platform, man. I love the background, you know what I'm saying, with all the piston memorabilia, man. That's hard, bro. Right, thank you. You know, I got a rep for the squad. Yeah, for sure. We got our our 17th win last night, so... uh, (laughs) Yeah, we didn't tie the all-time worst record, so we got that under the bag. Yeah. Good game game by Ivy, so yeah, man. We're going to get right into it. Before we talk a little sports, though, I want to talk about some of the things you've been doing, man, with uh, your film directing and things like that with Easy Vision. So uh, if you just run some things by how long you've been doing this and uh, what what uh, productions and what uh, things you got out right now. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, I, I wrote, teach um, back in 2017, uh, wrote the screenplay and all that. And uh, I kind of been hungry looking for I, I, I always wanted to be a writer. Um so I was trying to figure out a way to, you know, just get this script to people and, you know, show them my skills. Um, and I was presented an opportunity to actually make it myself, you know what I mean? And not shop it anymore and, and, you know, get it out the mud and wear a bunch of different hats. And, you know, I just jumped on the opportunity. I got tired of waiting. Um, you know, I, I kind of got a background in video editing and, and filming and, and doing all that. So it's kind of like, yeah, might as well, you know, just do it, man. You know, we come from a blue collar state, man. You really got to put in that work. So uh, I decided to take it in my own hands. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's doing great. We started production, uh, what, July of last year. Uh, finished it. It's on Tubi. Uh, it's coming on Amazon Prime soon. So everybody go check out Teach, man. Let me know y'all thoughts. Um, it's my first project. Uh, I've I've did film editing before on, on some other short films. Um, but this is my first project where, you know, I wrote it, directed, edited um, the whole nine. Um, and, and it was, it was a real amazing experience. Um, shout out to D-Wade. He's also from Lansing. Um, you know, we had auditions and... Uh, he won the part of the lead character. Um, it wasn't something like I, I wasn't cool with D-Wade before, but it's a great feeling that uh, I was able to provide an opportunity for him. You know, it's, it's a big thing, I think, for the city of Lansing. Uh, so, yeah. A big thing. And uh, I had a chance to watch uh the three episodes and things and i really uh enjoyed it i like the direction of it and everything so uh keep it up man keep doing your thing i'm looking forward to seeing your next your next projects and what you have for and um i know it was probably you know with it being your first project i know it was probably some bumps in the roads and things like that but uh outside of the the learning experience what was the biggest thing you took away from finalizing your first project uh for, for one like like you said it, it was a lot of bumps um a lot of bruises uh 
definitely one thing that I will um, tell any filmmaker is uh, make sure you get, you got your budget together before going in. Uh, I did things kind of ass backwards and was gathering my budget is we were kind of shooting is things were coming up. Uh, so it kind of made things a little bit more chaotic than it had to be. Um, and, and really just making sure that you got, you know, your business right, paperwork right, um, all the kind of the behind the scenes stuff, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times as creators, we focus on just getting the creations out there, man. But you got to really be focused on the black and white and the business side of things also. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's the main ex learning experience I took from this. Something I noticed was the cast. I liked it, the uh I liked it, the different variety of people and the way they delivered it. I liked it uh oh I can't think of the character right off the top of my head. But uh he was kind of more of the class clown, played the role, the main role. Okay, yeah, that, that's but, the uh, way Chris. Right. Right. He uh he did an exceptional job, man. The teacher himself, exceptional job again. And I just liked it to see a uh, major min minority cast in a film all coming together with an equal goal, a common goal of getting the project done. That was a good thing, man, to see. I know I know it was probably a lot down the road, but I know it, it paid off in the end. So yeah. congratulations on that. You know, obviously we're a sports podcast, so we're going to get into a little sports as well. We yeah. will get back into some things about what you got coming up in the future though later on in the show okay so uh as we know the regular season has pretty much wind down and uh we're looking at some playoffs who do you see that can possibly surprise somebody in these upcoming nba playoffs oh um, my sleeper I i'll say the kings man uh they don't have the playoff experience uh, but they're they're competing at a very high level uh, with a lot of confidence, uh, you know, until they give my Pistons hope because they were just down in, you know, the basement with us. And to see how quick they've been able to make a turnaround and develop a, a kind of culture there, uh, it's, it's definitely inspiring. And, uh, you know, De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis are definitely a, a, a formidable two-piece combo, you know what I mean? So. Uh, they're kind of my sleeper. I don't see him winning this year, but, you know, definitely getting into that second round uh, and making every series real competitive. I definitely see that from him. Yeah, I think it's going to be key as to the uh, matchups of where everybody's matched up. But, yeah, the Kings is definitely somebody to be looking forward to. They could surprise some teams, although they have, are inexperienced. My sleeper, I have to say, is uh the nets man mikhail okay. bridges claxton coming out the east i don't expect them to necessarily you know uh get to the conference finals or anything but i could possibly see them maybe popping somebody in that first round man you really that's 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 just me but yeah yeah i, I, I like I, the I, idea of, uh De'Aaron fox and then it it's crazy that nets in the playoffs and dallas is gone you know, giving Kyrie, right, it's crazy yeah, how that turned out, didn't it? Yeah, giving Kyrie 
it didn't hurt the Nets as bad as getting Kyrie for Dallas. You know, they, they just straight fell off the map as soon as they got Kyrie. Um, and right. I'm not a Kyrie basher, um, but there's definitely something that he does to teams' chemistry that, you know, you can't really anticipate or figure, put your finger on it, man, but he's he's not making these teams better. Yeah, it's kind of it's almost odd for a player to be so great that impacts so many teams, it seems, in a negative way. I'm obviously not a Kyrie basher either, but it's just odd to see another team he going to kind of underachieve and not live up to the expectations that they set when he arrived. So, like yeah. I said, I got the Nets as a surprise team, and one of my reasons for that is they haven't been together long. I don't think you really have a lot to game plan for them. You don't have a lot of uh, film on them. And yeah. with the emergence of Mikael Bridges, he's coming off now with the Nets almost like a a poor man's Tracy McGrady, if you will. You know what I mean? His length and his ability to really get to wherever he wants to get to, yeah. you know, on the floor right now is going to be a problem for any team in the East, man, when he has to match up, unless it's a – powerhouse like boston or milwaukee yeah yeah that's 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 true uh you know his his game definitely he just needed a space and opportunity is what it looks right. like um you know uh he's stepping up from a role player and is definitely looking like he could be a future star you know um like you said he got all the tools definitely reminds me of a t-mac prime paul george type of build uh two-way right. player um yeah he 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 looked like the real deal yeah, he does, man. It's good to see him uh, blossom and not, you know, get the opportunity to really show the league and fans where his game is at today. You know, he didn't really have the opportunity behind playing his role out there in uh, Phoenix. So I'm excited to see what he could do. He's going to be a player I'm going to be looking forward to uh, paying attention to this playoffs going into next year for sure. Yeah, man. Uh, it feel weird doing this without pops, man. <laughs> Well, shout yeah. out to Pops, man. Shout out to Pops. You got to shout out Pops, man. Yeah, uh, it's weird being on this computer, man, without Pops, man. Shout out to Pops. I'm sure he got his robe on real comfortable right now, man. Oh, yeah. I know he's, he's sitting back celebrating that good 17th win last night. I know he is. Yeah, yeah. He, I know he, he is. About that, man. He geeked about that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, sticking to these playoffs, I, I'm, I'm looking right now, man. We might get a first-round matchup of Phoenix and the Warriors. That is going to be I one of the most exciting first rounds. Uh, I, I'm as a fan of basketball. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, Steph if if that happens, man, I'll be tuned in. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's must watch right there. Um, yeah, that's must watch TV for sure, man. That that uh just the just the narrative and the storylines behind that with Durant, you know, and everything will make that so much more interesting. Yeah, it, it, it will. That's 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 gonna be big. You know, Wiggins is coming back too. Um yes, sir. Hey, Wiggins is is really gonna make the Warriors better. Uh, you know, Warriors play like shit. They play like the Pistons on the road, <laughs> and they play like the Warriors at right. home. So that's gonna be another storyline. Can they actually win on the road? If they can win on the road or play how they, you know, similar how they did, they're a good favorite to me to you know make it back to the finals honestly uh, I and i think and i think wiggins is, 
No, you never can. The, uh, as long as you got those Splash Brothers, Draymond out there, man, you in pretty good shape. And I still think that uh, starting five with Wiggins and Looney uh, included with those three is still the uh, biggest point differential, I believe, against oh, anybody wow. in the league even this year. So when they are together, they are deadly. And I think Wiggins will be that missing piece. I think he'll be something that's going to carry over the road with his defense and things. You need that road warrior, somebody that can uh, get in guys' jerseys and still give you 15 to 20 on the other end. So I think he'll be a key addition to kind of helping out with a lot of those road roles that they've been having all season because it's been a it's been a, a, a trope. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been bad for them guys on the road. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to that one, and then too, I see a pop out in the East in the first round. You know, I, I I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm a big Donovan Mitchell fan. I really wanted him in the Piston jersey so badly. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, I I think that's gonna be a good one. Brunson has really stepped up. Another guy that just needed more opportunity to shine. You know, get out of Luca's shadow. Um, him and Randall is a, a potent one-two punch, man, and they're playing good basketball too. So that, that's going to be an exciting first-round battle right there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm 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 excited to see that, especially with Donovan Mitchell making his first playoff mark in the East. I'm sure he's going to be hungry. But uh, I like I like to see what Tom Thibodeau and the New York Knicks do to try to come back that one-two guard punch of him and Garland. It's going to be interesting to see yeah. what defensive yeah. scheme he comes up with to uh try to get those guys off their game and then on the other end Jalen Brunson man he has emerged he's he's here now man that boy is balling he so is. that's definitely another matchup that will be key and uh I could see I could see Cleveland if they if they get out of this round I could see them possibly making a conference finals if they can get out this first round and, and uh build some confidence going into the second round so yeah, that, that's definitely a team I'm I'm on the lookout for. Yeah, they got the size to match up with with the Bucks. Uh, you know, they got some some dynamic wings to kind of give Boston a little bit of trouble. Uh, yeah, you know that they're, they're a real deal. That you know they got some uh, depth. You know that they're a good team, man. It's gonna be interesting to see where they shake out. Yes, sir. Now, so we done, uh, obviously, we talked some playoff basketball and some different matchups and things. On the other side of the spectrum of the uh, end of the season, you always got the bottom feeders with the draft lottery. Yeah. Which, uh, obviously, our Pistons, you got Houston, and uh, let's see, the Spurs are in there, Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, if, if the uh, Pistons happen to get the number one pick, are you sold on Wemby as that choice? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like he's a, a no-brainer. You you gotta take that type of potential. Um, he just he's I know we didn't labeled a lot of guys as unicorns and stuff like that, man. He's truly that. We won't see this for I don't know how many number of years. A guy that tall with that handle with that type of jumper, it, it just doesn't come around. You know what I mean? And you know guys like Scoop. We see them, you know what I'm saying, once every two years. You know, the athleticism is stepping up. We see an athletic guard every one to two years nowadays, you know. But a guy that's seven foot four, seven foot five, can block shots, shoot, 
he seems pretty durable so far. I don't know of any major injury history. You know, his slight frame kind of scared folks, and that's kind of the only thing that scared me a little bit about him. Um, but besides that, I, 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 you know, I think Pistons would have to get him if they get that number one pick or any team. You know, <laughs> fuck the fit. You know, I don't care how many big right, guys right, right. get. You know what I'm saying? You, right. you got to get Vic. You know what I mean? And make it make sense after that. Right. He has had a few injuries. Uh, I think he had a leg, a lower leg extremity injury. It oh. sat him out for some extended time. That was uh, maybe a year or two ago. But uh, he's been pretty healthy, obviously, this year and has sustained his place as the consensus number one. So that's for obvious reasons. He definitely has the game. As long as his uh, frame and everything can hold up, he should make for an exceptional NBA player. I like scooting things, too. I would... uh. I would personally consider maybe trading the pick. Personally, wow, wow. and and I only say that. Yeah, that's just me, yeah. and I only say that because I'm not fully sold. I'm not fully sold on Wemby due to the idea of when he played in the uh, in the better league over there. I believe it was last season. Uh-huh. He didn't really perform that well. Then he went down to that to a lower level league and then it, he started to look like a promising prospect i would have liked to see him stay there tough it out show show some character in that other league and show some uh some will to you know improve on his game to get to where he he, he wanted to get to but other than that i don't have no knocks on this game good guy seems like seems like yeah. an honest guy and uh that's about it yeah, I did. Um, I gotta say about Wemby. Uh, I, I definitely, you know, one thing is a Piston fan is, I, I I think we got enough youth at this point, which is why I might be open to trading the pick if it can get us a player that's going to help right now. You know, we got so many development pieces and people that can get better, and you just add in another player that you gotta wait four or five years to see what they're really going to be. It's like, we got Ivy, we got K, we got Duran now, you know, who's going to definitely seem like a pillar and a guy that needs time. And, you know, uh, I think Killian, I, I think his days are kind of numbered, uh, but he's still developing. So, you know, we got a lot of developing guys, man. So. Yeah, I, I could see, I could see uh, maybe a change of scenery for Killian in the near future as well. I uh I always been a big advocate for Killian. I always been a big supporter of him. Want to see him do well, even if it ain't with us. And uh, it seems like he puts his work in and everything. It just hasn't necessarily panned out with us like we would want to. Although mm-hmm. last night in his win against uh oh uh, slipped my mind Indiana. right now. Thank you, Indiana. The last two wins we got would have been versus Indiana actually. <laughs> So uh, with that being said, the win against Indiana last night, he did get his career high, 28 points. So that was good to see him slowly trying to still break out of that shell and get some offense going. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't got off the killing and hate train. You know, he's didn't earn my respect. Um, you know, this is a basketball player. You know, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of just guys, like you said, to put that work in. You know what I'm saying? Killian has definitely put that work in. You can see that he's trying to improve. He wants to be a basketball player. 
I'll take that any day over a guy like Ben Simmons, where it's just like, do you even want to play basketball, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Get, that, on, get that roster spot up. You know what I'm saying? Do you even right. want if you're on, right. if you're on. Come on, man. There's plenty of people that would love to have that jersey instead of you. Yeah, yeah, man. That's There's too sure. many hungry cats, too many hungry hoopers out here, man, for you to be out here bullshitting like, you know, Ben Simmons be doing, man. And Yeah, so, you know, Killian's definitely not that, you know. Uh, he's just a young guy, man, taking some time to develop. And I think he's going to be – a good player in this league, you know, I'll definitely have a 10 year career. I'll see that for Killian. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not ever be an all-star or, or that type of guy, but definitely somebody you can depend on for uh, being a floor general, you know? Right. Right. All good stuff, man. Glad to hear your views on some of the uh, playoff matchups. Uh, I still want to talk a few more bottom feeders. I don't know if you follow some of the other teams and things like that, but, uh, the only game Brandon I, Miller and Scoot. Oh, my bad, my bad. I was going to say, uh, out of Brandon Miller and Scoot, where do you see the best fits for those two guys at? Uh, so, um, I think Miller would definitely help out either the Pistons, you know, if, if we don't get Vic, if we don't get the number one pick, I definitely would be, Miller would be my other guy you know what i'm saying he comes in with the seems like a already nba ready range three-point shot um he struggled in that tournament though which really got me like uh you know what i'm saying is the big lights what yeah, it was rough. Him play you know that poor hopefully just was a rough patch um but i could see him they're you know, saying playing, they said playing well with the rockets also with what the rockets already kind of Got you know that's one of the few piston games. I, this is the least I didn't watch the Pistons. I'm not gonna lie, it's been a rough year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we pretty much got a man, G League team good, out man. there. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to watch them, but I watched it's them ugly. versus the Rockets. I did watch that game, and you know I want to see kind of where their young core was at, and uh, it, it kind of was disappointing because honestly, you know, we were missing a lot of kind of well, you know, we were missing Cade, um, Stewart and stuff, but uh. Green, Sagon, Kevin Porter, man. They look like they got a better big three than what we got right now, just in terms of young talent with just those three. Um, it, they, they rough. You know, they're rough. Uh, they two guards can create shots better than I think our guards can right now. And Sagon just looks like a, a baby Jokic. You know what I'm saying? Is a very versatile yes, you do. Yeah, his, his uh Sengon especially, man. His his passing has been flourishing for them, man. His ability to be more of a high post offensive hub, man, and, and guys moving off of him has been key to some of their recent wins that they uh ran off towards the end of the season. And uh he he's a promising young big, man. I don't know, there's rumors of him possibly being shopped this offseason. I don't know. How true that is, I don't know why that would be an uh, idea for them unless they're trying to possibly get some value. But I would definitely want to keep him around. Him and Jalen seem to definitely have some chemistry building and something you would like to work on with him. I like, uh, as you said, KPJ, the two guards. I mean, come yeah. on. Both of them got game. I think, uh, I think Scoot personally would be a good fit for them. I think uh, 
I like KPJ, but I'm just not sure he's that natural point guard. He it seems like he he's trying too hard to score and assist and not really being able to focus in and hone in his scoring talent, which I think he's a little better at than yeah. passing the ball. I think that's more of a second nature talent for him. Yeah. So I think him as maybe a secondary playmaker would be key, along with uh a nice point guard. I think that's what they're missing to really take that next step in the uh in their rebuild over there in Houston. Yeah, man. He he definitely he remind me of a poor man Harden. Uh, you know, he could get buckets and sometimes he can pile up those assists. Um has a real sharp handle. Um yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of uh Kevin Porter. Uh Definitely like Jalen Green. His athleticism is is breathtaking, man. Uh, Sagoon, I saw he was dunking on our big man. I'm like, God damn, they, they you know, that they, they was going crazy on us. I'm not gonna lie, man. But uh, yeah, we, we still got a lot to be excited about, man. Just with K, with K went out, man. It was pretty much the end of our season as we knew it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's unfortunate. Right. It was. It was definitely an unfortunate, rough season. And uh, I've seen some bright spots, though, man, as far as the Pistons go. With uh, Jaden Ivey, the development over the course of the season from where he started from, I was at those first games early on, and he was definitely almost too fast for himself. Once he figured out how to slow down about 30 to 40 games in, he started slowly figuring it out. And now it's at the point to where he's really just – Picking his spots. He's starting to get more acquainted with that mid-range area mm-hmm. as I'm watching. And with that mid-range, it's just going to open his whole game up. That's why you're, That's why in the box score, a lot of fans, they're seeing a lot of 20-plus point games from him recently because that mid-range is opening up. And he, it, it, you can't force him to the basket no more. He's stopping. He's taking that. And he's playing under control and with pace. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I love I love our, our potential future. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I, me and you are definitely diehard Piston fan. There ain't no bandwagon in us. And, and there were bright spots. You know, Ivy, Durin, um, Wiseman is showed some flashes. I, that's one thing I want to Joe take on is I, where do you see Wiseman and Durin? Do you think those two could play together? Do they mesh? Uh Wiseman almost seems a lot like Bagley. Like we just got a clone of Bagley. I don't, you know, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It does seem that, and I think the question mark is still there on Wiseman. He he still hasn't played enough basketball to really have a body of work to critique. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be I don't want to be too harsh on him. But one thing that he has already announced and addressed to the media and reports is that he's looking to strengthen his body this offseason. I think that's going to be key for him to be successful. He he's, he can get moved around a little bit inside from watching him with us. I'm noticing he's getting moved around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, adding, that, adding that muscle should be key for him. And he's still so young. I believe he's only 22 at the time. I'm not sure. But yeah, uh, he, he, can, he can fit. And he seems to be fluid enough to be able to maybe hit mid-range jumpers, things like that. He does seem like a similar archetype uh, player as Bagley. And to be honest, I don't know if it's a hot take or not, but 
I'm not sure both of them will be on the roster next year. Oh, it could wow. be a situation where where you're looking for uh the opportunity to maybe shop one of them this offseason utilizing that uh 12 to 13 million dollar cap cap hit to uh bolster your own with with more of a veteran. Yeah. That's what I could see. Yeah. I know so I don't, moving forward long term I don't expect Go ahead. Yeah, I know Pops was talking about he he wanted to keep all three <laughs> and talking about he just want to rotate, right. have one play center one game, next one start at center the next, and it, you know I'm not a fan of that. It, you know I, I like to give guys a consistent role, even if it is rotating. And you know he just was talking about with injuries, keep all three of them. Uh, they're definitely a uh, right. It's crazy how we started out the season with absolutely no big men. And now we got three good ones. You know, that's a kind of change right, of event. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I definitely prefer all three, I'm not going to lie, over Stewart. Um, I, I I just – I don't uh, – Stewart undersized. Um, and those aren't things that I feel like Stewart can work on. You know what I'm saying? He approved his three-point shot. And shout out to him. You know, he's not a bad player. Um, I just don't – you know, he's he's such a tweener. You know what I'm saying? He's too short to play center. He's not fast enough to kind of guard a lot of these power forwards and these, you know, wing players out on the perimeter. Um, so if we got a big man, I want one with size, you know what I'm saying? Or at least potential size to, you know, seven-footer, 6'10", 6'11", type guy, you know what I mean? Right. And I think, and I think that's why you go get your uh... – Bagley's when they're available. You go get your James Weissman's while they're available so you can add that size. My thing with Stewart is a lot of what you said, his undersized is something you're never going to be able to – you can't coach that up. There's nothing you can ever do yeah. about that. And if he develops, if he can get that three-point shot where I know he has improved and he's shooting it more frequently now, but if he can get that margin, that, that uh, three-point – percentage up a little higher into a, a mid-average to above-average area, then you really have something in store because he does move his feet well. He is one of the better bigs when you talk to, on our team, switching on to guards and things like that. It's just – and even challenging three-point shots. I think I've seen a stat that put him top 10 in the league in uh, three-point uh, contesting. Okay. So, so he – he, as a big, he does have some value. It's about utilizing his value correctly. I see him in a Grant Williams role if he can knock down that three, like Grant Williams has shown he does in Boston. Hey, I like Grant Williams. That that's a he's a sleeper player. Grant Williams, he, he plays his role to the T. You know, uh, and you need guys like that. You definitely need guys. <laughs> To keep it real, a lot of people think uh, he, his price tag is a little too high this offseason. If we're not sold, if, if we're not sold on uh, nobody at the four, I would definitely consider bringing him in. All right, so we done, uh, we done discussed pretty much uh, everything Pistons. We done t talked on, uh, obviously, the playoff matchups. We talked a little bit about uh, Teach, excuse me, and uh, – I just got a few more questions about uh, – I'm going to switch up the topic. I don't know if you're a baseball fan, but uh, over the 
You gonna yeah. lose me, bro. <laughs> that, that's cool. Me, bro. That's cool. This one real simple though. It, oh, ain't, it ain't too hard. Okay. This is uh I know you know Miguel Cabrera. I know you know that. So yes, uh, yeah, I know who that is. This is final season and uh in the opening pitch, man. They brought out he was actually part of the opening pitch for opening day, along with Ben Wallace, uh Megatron, Calvin Johnson and uh, other iconic figures in Detroit sports. I just want to know your take as far as uh, all those guys coming together, showing some continuity for the city. Do you think that can elevate the uh, overall sports, showing us that type of unity? Do you think it can uh, elevate the overall sports scene in Detroit? Um, nah. Uh, we, we need winning. We need winning. Michigan sports is down bad. Overall, <laughs> you know, we got to win. I mean, it, it, it did something. It, it was good for the Grams. You know what I'm saying? But Great photo ops, huh? Makes for great photo ops. Yeah, it makes for great photo ops. You know what I'm saying? But, no, nah, we need these franchises to win, to put butts in the stands, and you do that by winning. You know, you got to give the city something to cheer for. You know, the Lions – starting to kind of get good you know i know the tigers are bad pistons bad i think we got the as a city you know detroit is the worst city right now in pro sports in terms of record wise so yeah, we, we got to start winning man you know what i'm saying all this other shit is just cute <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you on that man it all starts with getting some w's it don't matter what uniform red wings tigers lions pistons yeah. we need some doves yeah. We need fans in the seats, and that comes from getting dubs. So I'm definitely sure. with you on that, man, for sure. Now, uh, I just want to know, do you have your teams that you think is going to make the NBA Finals? Do you have – Do you have? Uh, yeah. Who you got I'm coming going, out? I'm going Boston, and I'm going Phoenix. So you got you got uh Chris Paul getting back to the finals. Now do you have them winning it this year? No, nah, I I don't think they're gonna beat Boston. I think uh the wing Tatum Tatum is different. Like Tatum is a real problem. And then Jalen Brown, yeah, that they depth, their experience, they just they're a perfect combination of Phoenix. Got too many question marks. Like you said, you know, Chris Paul age, you know, you putting Marcus Smart on him, hounding him for 48 minutes. That's going to be tough on that old man. You know what I'm saying? With uh, Durant, you know, Jalen Brown and Tatum, they're going to make it kind of tough for Durant. You know what I mean? Uh, Horford is just so cerebral and just a smart big man. He's, you know, I just, I feel like they match up very well with Phoenix. Uh, it's going to be a good series. I don't think it's going to be, oh, Celtics is going to run away with it, but I think they just got more top to bottom to, to handle Phoenix. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Good to get your prediction on that, man. So y'all heard it first here. Josh Evans, Boston Celtics coming out, not only coming out, but going home with the NBA trophy, baby. Y'all know what it is, the Larry O'Brien. Yeah, they did uh, home. And big shout out to Horford, man, Grand, Grand Legends Finest. Mid Michigan yeah. kid, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we definitely rock with him every time. So sure. um before we get up out of here, man, I just want to uh touch base, 
so you can tell the people a little bit uh, more about Easy Vision Media, what y'all got going on, and uh, just uh, finish off giving them a little something. Okay. So, yeah, uh, Easy Vision Media's company, you know, I founded in 2021, uh, really just to get all my creative ideas out. I've always been a person that dabbled in a little bit of everything creatively. Um, I want to put it under all one umbrella. Um, you know, first film project that, you know, we put out under the umbrella is Teach. Um, you know, it's a series that's showing on Tubi right now. Teach on Tubi. Check that out. Um, you know, I, I just want to keep it rolling. You know, stay creative. Um, like you were saying, stay, you know, creating opportunities for, for young black people, people that look like me. Uh, you know, giving them opportunities to shine. I feel like, you know, my whole cast was stars. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want them to go on and go to those bit major platforms. And, you know, a lot of them are using these reels that they did from Teach to, you know, get other acting gigs. Um, I'm going to continue doing my thing as a, a writer and a director. Um, the new part of Teach is fire. I'm writing it right now. Uh, got other stories on the pipeline. Uh, but yeah, everybody can check, you know, everything that I got going on on my website, easy-vision.com. Um, you know, we got the Easy Vision merch. We got Teach merch. Um, you know, it has the projects and film projects and music that I've done. Because um, that's another thing is I, I produced, you know, most of that soundtrack also on Teach. Um, oh, wow. When you said you're wearing many hats, man, that's you weren't lying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, um, I've always been a big music lover, big music fan. You know, Pops was a DJ. Um, okay. You know what I'm saying? In his younger days. So, you know, he exposed me to a lot of music at an early age. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm I'm really trying to just empower people, man. Uh, it feels great. You know, like you said, man, working with all these young, talented black people, man, it does something for my soul, man. I feel Great doing it, man. And we're gonna keep the ball rolling. Uh so yeah, if you if you're an actor or you wanna get into the you know the film world, uh there's so many roles that you you know you could do. You know, uh I found a stylist, you know, she was 24 or fresh out of college. Um, you know, provided her with her first gig to you know work on set and style people and do stuff like that. Um, you know, if you're a sound engineer, you know, we, that's definitely somewhere where we could step things up, you know, is get some better sound going. Um you know, uh, just people behind the scenes, lighting, camera operators. Um, There's a lot of stuff that people could do and tap in, you know, with me. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm a down to earth guy, man. You know, I'm not Hollywood, you know, even though I am making films. Um, but yeah, man, contact me and, and let's work. That's for sure. And we're going to make sure we get the link uh, to all of that in the description over on YouTube. So if you uh, listen to this podcast on YouTube, all the links will be in the description. So uh, make sure for, like he said, whether you're a sound guy, audio engineering, uh, stylist, whatever you got going on, man, and you looking for an opportunity, reach out. Easy Media Vision, or excuse me, Easy Vision Media. Yeah, is what yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we're going to get that popping for him, man. We're going to get that in the description. And uh, we're just going to get up out of here on that note. Once again, this is Bluntly Speaking, Pod, Blunt, bleh, Bluntly Speaking Sports. I'm your host, Deshaun Blunt, and it was another one. Make sure you go check out Teach. That's on Tubi. It's free to download. 
So uh, make sure you check it out. Run them numbers up. We need them numbers, just like sports. Um, you know, we're trying to make it to the next big level. We're trying to go pro. I could say that was like a college output. But, you know, the big dogs want to see the numbers. You know what I'm saying? They want to see that we putting up numbers. That's how we're going to get to the next step. So, you know, if we could show us an already built-in audience for this, it's, it's really going to help to, you know, get the big wigs attention. So, yeah, let's run these numbers up. Yes, sir. And with that said, peace and blessings. We're going to get out of here.